0: and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 24th of January 2018, and stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, repeat, I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. Why? Because when you put verses like that out into the universe and train yourself internally, You're going to get what you put out, and you're going to get back what you think about most. If you think I'm kidding, most people are living a life of very unhappy times. And I talk to so many people, and you just see it all over them, and they don't know what to do. Start with three verses like this, morning, noon, and night, Yes, it'll take a while to override. It usually takes 21 days to override a negative connotation that you've probably been carrying since you were a kid. Time to get started. So think about that. Also, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc., our best product to date, 14 modules. Be a thinker. Get something of value and get started. It's only January 2018 you've got the whole year, and look for, right now, we are close to finishing and putting up Etched in Stone for Men, um, that is one hell of an interesting product, also too, we are just about done with the manly men's movement that Dr. Wong and I are underfoot with, that's big as hell, wait till you see this, and, um, We're working on multiple other things all over the place. Obviously, we're going to build the show. We want to have a live call in this year, etc., etc. But those are things. Also, go out to our Prosperity uh, Conscious page. Totally different than when we used to ask for donations, but that's all part of it. But a thing that you'll understand with Prosperity Consciousness is this. If you're talking from lack which I felt that was lack, you got to realize one thing, and I don't think a lot of people realize this, is this. When you give the way we do on this show, the way I have, if you're not receiving, you're not doing yourself right. A lot of people might disagree with that, but go out and listen to the pod. I, I had Mark Boggs on here among many people, and we're going to bring our pal Roger LaPointe in in minutes, and I'm going to hit him with this too. Um. Mark said he found us mainly through he was looking for Power Rack, um, you know how to do things, because he's become quite a disciple of Power Rack training. Is really seeing big, big, bigger numbers in his powerlifting, and he said I found the shows. Roger was one of them, John Bruni, John Bruny, Adam Glass, and myself. And he was like, I couldn't believe the stuff you guys were talking about. And he said to me the other day when he was on, he's listening to those shows over and over and over again every time he gets a golden nugget out of it so when people say well you know donation well look go out and try to find a show of this caliber for free so when i put out things for sale i will hope you will go out and purchase them because i stand behind everything most people won't all right they get your money and they run well we're here forever or until the good Lord takes me, and who knows who's going to follow this after me, but M and FBC are going to be around forever, okay, Th- just think about that, also go out to com slash category slash podcast, Roger's been the f- guy with me since day one, go out and just look at all the shows he and I've done, and we're going to be talking to Roger and a number of people here, uh, there's a lot being kicked around about building bundles of these shows, but the thing that would even make him more interesting, and obviously these are shows that we're going to sell, is we would do maybe one show or two shows where the general public who listen will not get them. These are going to be specialized shows. They could be routines. They could be really reflections of he and I, what we haven't talked about even here, or possibly what we're looking at just for 2018. That's something we're thinking about. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com, sign up for our free newsletter. I haven't done any this year. I will, but you're always going to get quality and content with me and value. Also, go out to uh, Fiorella Barbell, Real Men, Real Strength. That's our YouTube channel. Subscribe, and away we go. Also, to a couple things. men. Do not apologize for being men. That's one of the things you're going to really feed upon on everything here, especially on the Manly Men's Movement page. We're going to have a forum. We want you to come in. Bring your sons in. We want people to understand what manliness is, and we've been doing this since day one. Also, too, Roger and I are going to talk about opportunities, and this is going to be a killer show because we're doing a lot of things different, but they always circle the wagon of what we love to do, which is physical culture. I can't speak for Roger. I wouldn't even be able to talk about a lot of these things if it wasn't for that gym out there. I'm a reader, all that, but the, the, the experience is different. And last but not least, before I give you Roger's bio, is this. You know something? I don't care what anybody says out there, all this discontent. I'm proud to live in America. And America is still the greatest place in the world. And if you don't like it, I don't know why you stick around here. But it's offered me and my family opportunities, and that's what we're going to talk about today more than anywhere, I'm sure, in the world. With that in mind, I'm going to give you a little info on Roger here. Let me get him up. Number one, he's the president of Atomic Athletic, he's an Olympic lifter, a competitor. Uh, stone lifter, and he's a strength historian, if, and people know, too, he is writing for a newspaper now. So, Raj, Happy New Year, and welcome back, brother. Hey, thanks a lot, Eric. Great to be here. It's great to have you. Did I miss anything uh, in the bio?
1: No, no, that's, uh, it, yeah, you've got it. Okay, so uh...
0: well, we're going to start with opportunities momentarily, but I'm going to read something very short by our a mutual friend of ours named Steve Jack now Steve I talked about fortitude for attitude I honored three people that have been very big in my life since I was a little kid number one was the late Anthony DeTillo, because everybody knows my fondness of the power rack and what I'm doing right now with John McKean who is the other person and of course Steve Jack because I I don't know if I ever would have lifted a stone or gone at the power rack without those two gentlemen so here it goes If a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of medieval lit, I knew I was in trouble. All I could handle the term papers and most of the old English, I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. We'd read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet, when class dismissed, they'd prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs, while I, frothing at the mouth and battle-ready, would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones. Why? I was inspired. Inspiration is not a passive word. It's built on the Latin root for spiritus, from which we get spirit and literally means breath or inhale. Yogi's and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from holding one's breath. I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? It's in Milo, April 1996, Volume 4, Number 1. Now, Besides us here, if that doesn't get the molecules moving in your brain right now, you better go get your pulse checked. Because I'm telling you right now, this is what it's all about here. And now we're going to hit opportunities. Rog, I'll start this off quick. But before we go, any thoughts on what I just read by the great Steve Jack?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean, its uh,
0: he's a very good writer.
1: And... Uh, he's an incredibly strong guy too. Yep. Uh, the, uh, it, I look at something like stone lifting and that is the most basic thing. Yep. You, you've got a, you've got a big heavy thing, you pick it up. And the, uh, I, I've got a story a little further on in the show yep. about Alton and Elias and, and his first weight. Uh, and, uh, It's, you know, it goes hand in hand with the opportunity thing. Yep. The, uh, you know, I see people all the time saying, Raj, you're, you know, you're in your 40s. How do you stay strong? Like, (laughs) how do I stay strong? (laughs) I'm doing things all the time. Yeah. And they say, well, what gym do you go to? And I say, well, I've got a little section in my warehouse that's basically a weightlifting platform, and I've got things that are heavy that I pick up. Yep. And (laughs) they say, well, what machines do you have? (laughs) And I do have one machine. Yep. In the classic sense, the plate-loading leg extension. Yep. Uh, I own that one because – uh, when I found one that actually fit me mm-hmm. because I'm only five foot three. Right. <laughs> I bought it. Right. And it happened to be by a manufacturer that I was representing at the time. And I'm I still own it. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've got a bench that I ripped apart from a plate loading leg curl that I use for iron boots. Mm-hmm uh because i've ripped the leverage arm off of it and i've got a power rack now mhm didn't have one for almost 5 years uh of course i think my power rack was built around 1965 so it's older than i
0: am yep
1: uh, and strangely it still works uh and uh, I think it's an original York well I, I think it's like a second generation York one. It's no longer the round pipe. Pipe, yeah. Yep. It, it's this is actually the uh channel iron. Yep. Um but you know, super strong. And I do have a chin up bar. Mm-hmm. Uh and I've got a dumbbell rack that holds lots of implements. Mm-hmm. And I've got a barbell rack that holds nine bars vertically.
0: Yeah. But, you know, no, but yeah, but see, it's more than enough. That's the whole thing. And this is what I want to talk about with, you know, what you have there. I mean, the opportunity to get those things that were presented in front of you. Um, You know, lifting's a a, a funny thing, but and I'm going to go right back to it, but You know, when I wake up every morning, one of the first things I say when I jump up out of bed, and I was telling people how it's very interesting, Um, you know, the alarm goes off usually, well, it doesn't go off because I can get up at 4.30 on the dot almost any day unless I'm just so wiped out from training or I've been working till midnight. But what I say usually as soon as I open my eyes and I'll look at the clock across the room from me and i will usually say... 435 to 445, and I'll go like this, and I yell it right out, 150, 100, get up, I'm up out of bed, when I'm standing there, before I even take a step, I say to myself, today is a world of possibilities for me, now, and opportunities, okay, so that's how I, you know, furnish that whole line, and with opportunities, and the way you get opportunities a lot of time is You know, we get into this whole mental thing. What are you thinking about? What is driving you today and every day? And when you think about being opportunist, being an opportunistic person, things are going to come to you in that light. So maybe there's been a project you've been wanting to do with someone. Well, suddenly that someone contacts you. Or maybe you've put out a product and it's been going slow. And then suddenly, out of the blue, five people buy it. Okay, and, and and when you're when this is happening, it's creating more and more levels of opportunity. Why? Because I, I, I said this in the beginning of the show, winners and champions. I am a champion. I am a winner. I, I'm unstoppable. Okay, I'm going to connect a lot of the dots here, and I'll give it right to Raj after this, is this. I can't stress about what you think about most you become. And we are getting into this more and more because – this is a where I'm coming from with a lot of things is going to be a different language than some of the big names you hear on stage all the time, which do very, very good jobs. But everything I'm doing is called strength resolve, and this is the center of the body coming out of the weight room here behind my house, the FBC Steel and Stone Yard, because I have built a different style of thought with a lot of things. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm constantly out listening to great authors you've heard of, probably a lot of obscure people you've never heard of. I, I started reading Think and Grow Rich again. I will write, I will speak passages, read passages of that book out loud three or four times a day. I'll read things for five, or listen to things for five or ten minutes. Then I will write what I heard on a piece of paper, which is one of the greatest ways to build the way you do things, and I'll tell you what, it'll sound totally different than what I just heard. You just created your own piece right there. But getting back to all this stuff, all these things create opportunities for you, whether it's opportunities with your business, with your weightlifting, well, physical culture, because that's what I want to keep it as. Um, Like Roger said, there's nothing, I got to tell you, folks, there's nothing more fun than going out You could be driving your car, and it'll say garage sale, and you find a set of plates. Or like me, i found squat stands and plates and 130-pound dumbbells, you know, the old-school assembled stuff that are wobbling all over that I don't even know how they got them out of where they got because the normal person couldn't even pick them up a quarter of an inch off the ground. Opportunities, but exciting things. And when you have these opportunities, they set in motion, this momentum, that's going to keep reeling this stuff into you. And it's a hell of a good way to live. Let me tell you, rather than I can't do anything, I'm defeated, there's nothing out there for me, help, 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 help. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Rog, it's yours. Yeah. The uh, it, the
1: opportunities to go forward in the world of physical culture yep. are almost endless. And I. Said that I tell a little story about Alton Eliasen. Sure. So, uh, for those of you who don't have not heard me talk about Alton before, Alton is going to be a hundred and one <laughs> in less than a month. Uh, I think it's like February eighth, and he's not lifting as much as he used to. He's a hundred and one. Yep. But he's still doing stuff and he's still got a lot of attitude and one of the I asked him one time about how what his first lifting was his first lifting was a road sign (laughs) so he had a job as a teenager and there was a uh, road sign that had fallen On his regular route Mm -hmm. to work and, uh, he started picking it up every day and doing exercises with it. Yep. And it, you know, and you think, oh, road sign. I said, so what was this road sign like? It's it's kind of rectangular metal road sign and, uh, it, it was all rusty and not great said, so you lifted it. Did it make you strong? He says, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it every day, five, ten minutes, whatever, uh, on his way to work. And Alton ultimately was a gym owner. I think he owned his first gym he owned at the age of 19. Yep. So, you know, that was in the 1930s, and he started writing in, and – Getting his letters published by the likes of Strength and Health magazine, Mm -hmm. uh, Physical Culture, and uh, some of the Jowett publications, I believe, too. Uh, And ultimately held uh, bodybuilding and weightlifting contests. Uh, You know, he was one of the big promoters of the sport Mm -hmm. in Connecticut.
0: Yeah, but, Rod, you know, Roger, you, you make a perfect point, and I'm going to give it right back to you, is this. And see, this is where people, they, like, just push things aside, okay? And we know many greats, many multimillionaires, billionaires, when you hear their story, you're like, no way. I mean, this little thing? Well, that little road sign created a snowball of opportunity Maybe not knowing it at the time, because a lot of times we don't know. We don't know, you know, you're a business owner, I'm a business owner, all right? And we go through ups and downs, highs and lows with everything. But you never know, like that one little product you build, or like here on M&M, who knows who's going to hear this show, that's what everyone says to me all the time. Someone's going to hear you, and they're going to want to hire you, maybe to do voiceovers, maybe your show. Maybe they'll want to create a show for you. Well, we don't know. But little things, you know, you don't think, okay, this guy back in the day when manual labor was big and it produced, I think, a far better male and female. That's my opinion. And,
1: you know, Alton would totally agree with you because right. his wife Marge – Yep. Uh, Definitely was in the gym. I've got an article that I'm writing with photos of her with an early, uh, sort of ab cable type unit that they experimented with. Yep. Uh, you know, really interesting thing, yeah. but well, she you, lifted. Yeah. But you know what? Guess what? She married a younger man. Yeah. Meaning she's still around. Yep. And they're still married. She's gonna be a hundred and three. Unbelievable.
0: That's yeah. that's um it, it,
1: Yeah. A year ago they celebrated their eightieth anniversary, so they've been married Jeez. for eighty one years.
0: <laughs> um you're not, not only that, you know what the thing is? This is what I'm saying too. I mean to think eighty one years, but think about this. All that rolled, all the opportunities that came to them to them, obviously. It was a damn little road sign, folks. So when anybody tells you, well, that doesn't mean anything, don't let anybody tell you that and stop. Get away from them. Get rid of that that, that buzz in your head. Oh, it's not worth it. It's not going to do it. Do you realize little things that mean nothing to anybody that would never even take a, a friggin' snowball's chance after it? You could be creating a fire... That will never go out. And we've just talked about that. This is what I'm saying. Opportunities aren't always going to be a red Ferrari sitting in your driveway waiting to go for you with the with the key, with a push button to start it. Okay? Opportunity might be that little rusted road sign. Opportunity might be that garage sale where you don't even know it and you just bought a set of solid York dumbbells from nineteen fifty. You don't know, and these opportunities turn into bigger things, and it doesn't just have to be the gym, but I always like to equate everything we talk about from the gym, because unlike most things out there, nothing is going to have the meaning of the gym when you learn about physical culture and it becomes your life, because it's more than just lifting weights, it's an ideal, it's a standard It's an opportunity, folks. Every day you give yourself an opportunity to get better. Every day you get a chance to have a better relationship or meet somebody you want to love and to love you. Every day you get a shot like Roger and I were talking about with Steve Jeck. Steve Jeck started a revolution. And I know he did. And I know all those guys, they're all on the show from the UK and, and Ireland and everywhere, okay? Steve Jack set a fire in 2004. Obviously, Bill Crawford came right after him and's done monster things with all of that. But I'll tell you right now, I'm just talking me. I don't know if I ever would have lifted a stone if I didn't see that video Steve Jack put out. This DVD, I, I watch it every other day still, because there's certain things that create fire in you, opportunity in you. And look, I've been to Iceland twice. Who would ever think I'd go to Iceland ever in my life, in my lifting career? So never say never to opportunity. And I'll say one more thing, Rog, and I'll give it to you. Roger knows because Roger and I were talking on the last show before year's end. John McKean, who's a personal friend of both of us, you know, I'm doing these mashing middies in the rack. And when I finally do the video of this stuff, it's going to floor you. I've never, other than a stone, have trained with something so harsh in my life. And I've had uh, negative discussions with people. I said, to me, it's odd object lifting in that rack. And they're like, there's no such thing with a power rack and a barbell. I said, really? I said, I can put you in those positions that I'm in with no leverage, and then you tell me if it's not an odd object. And you got two rounds to do anything with it after your warm-up. So that means you're adding 10 pounds a week max, five to each lift. And when you're getting into the realm now, I'm starting to get into, I don't know how half these people would even fathom doing it, all right? It would feel like it's going to split you in two. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be the ultimate key to Iceland. I know it. I'm sticking with it no matter what, and on and on and on opportunity thank you john 1994 and hard gainer read the article thank you john called john i talk to john at least once a week now we're giving updates on everything running things by each other john and i'm not bragging here john is somebody that as a kid i read about think about that think about that an opportunity to talk to a great like this all right he said to me the last time we spoke, he says, I'm so impressed with you. I'm coming up, and we're going to train at your gym this summer. You talk about a boyhood dream? Holy shit. I mean, when he said that to me, I, like, stopped for a second. Go ahead, Raj, Comment on anything.
1: Yeah, that, that's great, Eric. I mean, that, that's re- genuinely, really fantastic. Thanks. Because, it, it, you know, it, that's, that is what we're talking about here. Uh, it, I'm going to go to kind of the next step here. Go ahead. And this is advice that my grandfather gave me. Uh, he did very well in life. He owned a small brick company. Um, and he told me activity breeds opportunity. I like that. It's, it's very it, – it, on the surface, it seems very simple. Wait a minute, activity breeds opportunity? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what kind of activity? He said, doesn't matter. He says, when you're not active, nothing is going to happen. Right. So you, you have to start. Yep. You have to start somewhere and then you just keep going. And that activity is going to breed more activity which breeds more activity and more activity, and every step of the way, little opportunities. Yep. Because none of the great things ever happen overnight. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, those overnight successes
0: that you yeah, hear about. Yeah, that, that's a load of crap. You know that, and I know that.
1: Yeah, it, you know, the, the only overnight successes I've ever heard about we're lottery
0: winners yeah and, 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 and go look at the percentage I've never of them, heard of any of them. <laughs> right they, they go broke they go broke right then the majority of them go broke in five years you know what your grandfather's right on the money because another thing is this you know we've been bred especially in the last probably 20 years that Things need to happen fast, especially even more so in the last few years with the advent of everything out there. This technological revolution that has really taken the world by storm is good in a lot of respects. I mean, Roger and I are quite a distance apart, but yet we have Skype to do it. The point of the matter is, what your grandfather said holds true right to today's date of the 24th of 2018. Why? It doesn't. The
1: technology related to it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. But you know what the thing is? What's happened, though, with technology, it it has really rendered people almost obsolete now. If you listen to what's going on, the human being is becoming more and more obsolete. This is why when we talk about opportunity and you and I talk about the weight room, to me, especially you have a young son, Mm -hmm. I have nieces and nephews that are all athletic too. This needs to be bred and breeded more than ever right now. What we do, what Roger and I do, and all the family on M&M, whether you're on the show or you're part of the listening family, get out there and teach. Get them off these devices. Yeah, they need them, they use them, great. But they got to know that there are other things out there to do, and as your grandfather said, activity breeds opportunity. While well, people say, "Well, they're kids." Well, what what do you think Roger and I were? Who do you think was yeah, pushing us right? There right. Has been a kid. Right. <laughs> right, but the thing is, it's different now. You know, it used to be you do this this and this. Now it's like, oh, "I don't want to do that. I'm going to text all day." "Okay, no problem because I'm going to go out and have my nails done." You want to live that way, you know, and we see more and more instances of these kids at 21 are younger, can you imagine suffering from depression, suicide is through the roof, so many things, people talk to one another like they're garbage, you know, and you see all this stuff with the social media, these kids just losing it, you don't have the parental control, the schools make millions of excuses why it is the way it is, life to me is very simple and very simplistic in every way. And you know what? It's been complicated to the point now where if I say to Roger, you know what? I was talking to this kid who was over here the other day, and they're telling him in school, you shouldn't really go after opportunities. And I say to him, why? Well, because somebody else is going to suffer because you're doing better than them. I know this is going on because I hear it, and I've got nieces and nephews. My niece the other night...
1: You know what I say to that kid? What's that? I say, you... Are the one who should be getting those opportunities.
0: You are the opportunity. Go do it. Go do it.
1: It's (laughs) it is yours to seize. Yeah, but but and and you have to seize it. Right. You have to grab,
0: hold, and never let go.
1: Opportunity. Yeah. And because you saw it, it's yours to grab. And if you don't take it, somebody else
0: will. Without a doubt. And you know what? I, the other night was Natalie's birthday. Natalie just turned 16, my oldest niece, and what an incredible kid. She's the one I talk about who is a long-distance runner. And, I mean, last year at 15, she ran in the Freyhoffers. It's a woman's race they run here in Albany, New York, every year. There's like a 1,000 people. Now, it was hot as hell and humid, and Natalie was getting sick along the way from the heat. She still came in 60 out of 1,000, 60, wow. a 15-year-old. She is long-distance. shes I call her the roadrunner. She is long, lean, and beautiful. And it was her birth the other day, and I'm going to bring this right around to you full circle. Of course, people say, well, you're their uncle, so you're biased. Roger's known me for about 28 years, and i he could say whatever he wants because I'll take it. But I think the last thing he'd say is I'm a biased guy towards anybody. I pretty much tell you what it is. Okay. And so we're sitting there at the dinner table. My sister made eggplant and everything that night. So we're all sitting around and the kids are like, I love them. They're like encyclopedias. They've got to tell you everything. And I, I, push them to do all that. So Danny, who's seven, who's my, he and Maggie are the, are the little, um, they're lifting the sandbags I built for them. They're awesome kids. Danny loses his front tooth, and I said, he's taking wrestling and playing uh, flag football. And I said... He, and, and my sister said, Did you see his mouth? Did you see Danny's tooth? And I was like, No. So Danny's got his tooth in, in, a, in a Ziploc bag. And I look at him and I said, All right, what happened? Who belted you? He goes, No, no. He goes, My tooth finally fell out. I said, Awesome. So they're giving you the updates. So Olivia, who's my film girl here, and she makes these things for me for the business. I mean, real creative kid, super organized. Olivia, I believe, is 11 beautiful kid. And she says, and I said, "How's school?" Now, Olivia is probably in the top 1% of her class. And what they've done now is they've muddied the water big time where they brought a lot of kids in that don't belong in the APs and and all these higher-end programs. Because of course, you know, er, you know, opportunity is great, but if you can't make it in the field, someone's got to do something about it, but they won't. So I said to Olivia, How's school? She goes, I can't stand going to school. And I'm like, and that's not like her. I was like, what's wrong? She said they brought all these kids in here and they can't do the work and it's becoming uninteresting and I'm getting bored with it. Now, this is a bad thing because kids like her who get bored, I don't think she'd get in trouble, but who knows, all right? And this is what I want to tell everybody. Go ahead, Jackson go ahead.
1: The, Jackson has said the same thing yep. about his math class. Mm-hmm. And he loves math. Mm-hmm. And now, when he has actually gotten in some trouble because he's talking to other kids. Right, they tail off. Yep. Instead yep. of doing work. Yep. But his work's done. Yep. His work's done. He knows how to do it. Yep. So he's on to the next thing. And there is no next thing for nope. him. His teacher hasn't given it to him yet. Nope. So I've told him that he needs to make his own next things. Yep. And the uh he's starting to do that kind of thing. But it it is an issue today. It really is an issue. And if you've got somebody that wants to challenge themselves
0: Yep. They kill it. That's what they do. the the, the teaching the teachers you need to foster it. though. Yep. You need to foster that. Yep. yep. Uh, challenging. Yep. You don't activity. sit. You don't sit there and kill a kid by saying, "Well, you've got to wait for so and so to get everything done." And you know, where where is your uh, um, you know thought and feel for them? Well, that's how they get them. Try to do that, and what that does is it squashes that aggressiveness of kids who really want to learn and become tops in what they do and this is something we teach here big time this is the idea you know everybody's like well everybody's the same i remember my mother telling me i don't know if it was my sister who did it cuz my sister's a teacher or it was one of her friends You know, everybody's got to be on the same plane. Everybody's got to get a trophy, a, a ring, the whole thing. I guess they came into the class, they were teaching, and they said like this. If you got an A on your paper you just wrote here, and there was somebody in the class that got an F, would you be willing to take either a B or a C to give them either a C or a D? My mom told me that there wasn't one kid in that class that was willing to give up their mark. Okay? So contrary to what everybody says, where oh we're we're all one big family. Well maybe in theory, yes. But when it comes to working hard and creating your own opportunities, Olivia, my niece, has got it already. Okay? She understands already at eleven years old that Some things are not acceptable. Now, will she work through it? I know she will. But this is what happens. Like with your son Jackson and Olivia, these smart kids, they probably don't really understand initially what the hell is going on here. And I don't want to see any kid like that get their head beat in and decide, all right, well, I don't have to do as well now because so-and-so can't get to where I am. This is not a way to get through the world because as I, as we always find out with these little snowflakes that need their safe spaces and their little pink pigs to hold on to, they can't do a thing out in the world. They're rendered they're, they're they're neutral about everything, okay? Especially the guys, they've been pretty much neutered anyways. This is not opportunity. This is going the other way. And this is the kind of thought that you see not only through a lot of the education system. Go listen to what's going on in these universities. It is absolutely sick. It's not rich to teach. It's only rich where they're teaching political discourse for everything now, whatever it is. It's not an enrichment where it's going to take you and get you out into the world and get you moving and shaking and deciding what opportunities you want. Go ahead, Raj.
1: Yeah, it's, it, you know, one of the things that I've always looked at is if I don't see an opportunity, mm-hmm. it's not because the opportunity isn't there. It's because I haven't found a way to find it yet. Yep. Meaning, if I need to call somebody and I don't have a phone number, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I find somebody who has the phone number, mm-hmm. or I find somebody else that might have the same information. Last, uh, last weekend, uh, Jackson and I went down and trained at a little key club owned by a guy I've talked about before on yep. the show, a yep. guy named Bill Schaefer. Yep. Uh, down in, uh, about 25 miles south of here. Yep. and uh, I love training with Bill because it I always learn something and he is always picking my brain, too. hmm So, it, it's, it's a mutual exchange of information. Yep. And He's seen it with Jackson that he's the same way. Yep. And it's a great thing. So how did I end up training at a different gym, doing some things a little differently than I normally would because his gym's a little different than mine? Uh, tried some things that I hadn't tried before, uh, thought about things a little differently because of it. He had some interesting stretches that he showed me. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a warm-up stick that was really, really cool. The thing rattled. Okay. It it was really neat. We could have a whole show just on this rattling stick that he had. Cool. The the lifting that we did with it. Um, It it was really neat. And it got me thinking. And I love to do that. I love going to places... That I haven't been to, either ever before or haven't been to in a while. Yep. And visiting with the people that are there and trying to spur my mind to do different things. It, it, it's it's unfamiliar, so I've got to adapt, mm-hmm. and it's it's forced adaptation. Yep. Sort of like uh, a lot of your listeners will know my. Uh, squat stand power rack situation that i intentionally put myself in where jackson didn't even know that there were such a thing as right squat stance right well how do you get something overhead well you pick it up off the ground and then you push it overhead yeah well that's the way jackson automatically thinks about things because he didn't realize that there were things like benches that had Olympic uprights and power racks and squat stands. And so he had to figure out the way to do it. Mm -hmm. And fortunately he had somebody who could show him, but he also had to listen. And that's one of the things that Bill pointed out. He says, Jackson, you are leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else your age he's, right well, what do you mean i'm, I'm just a little kid uh, you know i've got friends who weigh 30 pounds more than me already and they're taller and whatever and he, he is he's he looks like a skinny kid he's he's all muscle but, but yeah uh you know he looks like a skinny little kid because you know he's a skinny little kid so there's and there's nothing wrong with that but bill says Jackson your advantage is that you actually listen. You listen for what people are telling you and what's going on around you. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the opportunity thing. That's where you've got to it, you know it's like that old uh Johnny Cash song. They keep my eyes wide open all the time. Yep. Yep. For what? Opportunity.
0: Yeah. And, and 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 I'll tell you what opportunity could be a hundred shows we could do because there is just so much out there to get into, and opportunities can range anywhere from something you look at, something you listen to, something you read or like Roger's talking about with his son or my nieces and nephews or whatever who or whomever is over here. Roger, myself, so many people, I love sitting down and talking about weights and life and training and where does it all come from? And you know, somebody said the other day I read and I don't remember where it was, and I I almost want to punch myself in the head because I gotta make sure my brain is straight. And it was like this. Really, how much stronger do you want to get? I'm saying to myself, What? What? I, I said the other day, I said, I want to be so damn strong, they can't even calibrate what I have. I don't get it. I is there an end to everything? Well, other than if you die, I don't know. Is there really an end to anything? Maybe you don't do it anymore, but I don't see anybody that's on this show or coming to this show telling me that, well, I don't know if I can get any stronger, or why would I want... If you said that to me and you were a guest on the show, you would never come back on here. Never.
1: I, I, never. You know, I, I look at a guy like Alton. Yeah. <laughs> he He's good friends with Terry Todd. Right. You, you know who Terry Todd sure. is. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so they exchange letters back and forth frequently. Yep. Because Alton likes to write letters. And uh, several years ago, Alton yep. was 97 Planted some peach trees. You know, he got some uh, little, small trees through the mail, I believe. Yep. And uh, planted peach trees a- on his property. He's ninety-seven years old.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: And <laughs> Terry Todd writes back. He says that could be the most opportunity uh, could be the most positive thing. I've ever seen anybody do. Yeah. And <laughs> Alton says, well, why is that? He says, well, you're 97 years old. How soon are you going to get peaches on this tree? He says, oh, you know, in this climate, the little valley I live in here, you know, two or three years, I should start getting a yeah. uh, couple of peaches. Yeah. He says, well, you'll be over 100. Alton ate peaches last summer.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That, that that's that that's the essence of life, man. That is building. See, if you're not doing things, you know, like your grandfather said, there you go. Activity. All right. He never even thought from that day. I'm sure he put those trees in that he was not going to be around for him. And this is what I'm saying. You know, we. I just said what you think about most, you become. There's nothing bad. Hey, Raj, why don't you summarize everything? Um, you know, we can always do a part two on this, but I'm sure there's plenty of other stuff we'll be doing in 18. Um, give out your website. I'll give my stuff out, and just hang on the line if you would, please.
1: Yeah, so uh, the company is Atomic Athletic, just like it's spelled, A-T-O-M-I-C, A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C. And, uh, it, you know, one of the things that I want to point out to people is We have this, uh, print little publication that we do, uh, called the Garage Gym Journal. Yep. (laughs) And the Garage Gym Journal, I've started putting up photos that people can buy, you know, for their Mm -hmm. gym, Mm -hmm. printed on real photo paper. And I just, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago was able to get a new function on that site. Yeah. Because it's not on the Atomic Athletic website. It's on Garage Gym mm-hmm. So gym Journal dot photoreflect.com uh, because the company that I'm working with on these, I'm uploading extremely high quality images that are parts of my collection. Uh, the one that'll go up next week is a German strongman photo that I've got. That's actually a glass negative. Nice. Okay. I mean, they, I don't know when, I mean, you can technically still do glass negatives, but nobody's really done glass negatives in well over a hundred years. Uh, so I've got this glass negative. It'll go up there. And I forget the strong man's name offhand right now, just because I've got a million things going through my head. But these photos are done. They're real photos. They're not inkjet things. And you, the new function is that you can reposition the photo on the paper, uh, almost in a cropping. Style. Yep. Uh, So let's say you know that in your gym, for whatever reason, you want to focus on uh, the Sig Klein photo that I've got up there, Mm -hmm. for example, that's got a bunch of uh, sequence shots Mm -hmm. of Sig Klein posing when he was in his early 40s. Okay. So, it, you know, I'm not a huge bodybuilder uh, proponent, but Sig Klein was a different story. Yep, uh, he was a genuine strong man that had world records that stand to this day. Yep. So, let's say there was one that, for whatever reason, you really wanted to have in the middle of that print, you can reposition it a little bit. Yep, and that that sounds like oh wow that, that's real detailed, Raj. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's on real archival quality photo paper with real photo processing, and you can do these things in several different sizes and styles of print, including canvas. So very cool yeah uh and that's the garage gym journal and uh you know that's evolving all the time it's uh that's one of the things that I'm very excited about because well my gym seems like it doesn't have all that much equipment there's a lot there really but uh you you compare it to your local planet fitness and there's (laughs) not as much there as planet fitness has um So, you know, odds are I would get thrown out by the lunk alarm. Yeah, Um, yeah. And uh, I'd be very proud to be chucked out of there for that reason. Yeah. Um, But what you will find all over the warehouse and the warehouse gym is posters and illustrations and photos on the walls Mm -hmm. that are incredibly inspirational. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, nobody's going to look at it and say, Oh, that 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 big guy who's in the bottom of uh what what is that called with one leg in front of the other? <laughs> oh he oh he's doing a split clean. Yeah. That looks like a big weight that guy's gathered. What's his name? Oh that's Norbert Shamansky. Right. Oh well is that are those like uh those uh uh ultra light weights or something that uh, which is a funny thing to say uh, but <laughs> yeah. you, you see guys in a circus doing no he uh, you know he's in the bottom of what's called a split clean with about 450 pounds oh oh was this like last week no no it was like 50 years ago mm-hmm they say wow well that's that looks heavy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it is it's heavy it's supposed to it's be. Very heavy.
1: Yep. It's four hundred and fifty pounds. It's the you know, the it's heavier than four hundred and forty nine pounds. Yep. So uh it, you know, you see things like that and I'm starting to put photos from my collection on there that people can purchase. Nice. And it, it's it's not like somebody's stealing a photo from the internet and doing some crappy pixelated print-off to say, oh, look what I got here at 72 dpi. You know, well. uh, No, no, this is the real thing, and you can frame them, and they look amazing. Awesome. So that, that's my latest little uh, fun technology business-related thing that I'm toying around with
0: for people okay um this is motivation muscle streaming radio 24 7 go out to um fiorellabarbellco.com winners and champions inc and soon to follow and not much longer is going to be uh etched in stone for men go out to prosperity consciousness understand when you give you need to receive very important and these are things that you're going to learn down the road that are going to help you achieve bigger things in your life. Opportunity, like we talked about today. Also, too, let's see. Go out to com slash category slash podcast. This show will be up. If it's not up tomorrow, it'll be Friday, but I'm going to do my very damnedest to get it up tomorrow because I'm going to have to probably work tonight. And I did a solo show today called passion part two because the one that i believe i put up either on monday or sunday was a smash and this is what we're doing here inspire so I'll look for that also too um if there's a show you like roger and i to do fiorella barbell at Nightcap.R.com. also um go out to itunes and stitcher give us a five-star review i thank everyone for that AHA directory, that's where you get M&M in your car. AHA is called AHA 24-7, M&M. Um, someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire. And inspiration is, like Steve Jack says, basically a not, not a candy-ass word. Inspire. It has backbone to it. That's what you need to get through life, a lot of backbone. Also, my mom always says to us, still, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile on that day and never know what they're dealing with, and you'd be very surprised people do not get spoken to a lot anymore. They're too busy uh, engulfed in uh, texting and computers and this, that, and the other thing. Um, you'd be amazed. People got, they, the 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 talk just explodes out of them. I've seen it so many times when I talk to people out in the real world. A lot different. People still like to talk. There's no doubt about it. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. as the great Hoos of Steel stone crusher says in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as the great Dr. Wong says, who who came out, he was on very early in 2018. He said, 2018 is going to be the year for not only Eminem and FBC, but for everybody who's here with us all. And as he says, when I say that, no one will ever clip our balls, he's like, The balls on this show alone are on the ground. They're so big. And you know what? It is the truth. Russell Furr, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. You can bet on that, and it's only going to get bigger and bigger. We're growing and growing. We are like the giant coming up. Bigger, bigger, and bigger. No one delivers content like us. I don't care who they are. I've heard all the names. All the great people they have on, well, go listen to them. But I know what people tell me, and they're telling me there's nothing like this out there. You just wait till we hit our stride with a million listeners. Then you're going to really see some shit hit the fan, believe me. Also, Frank Klein, greatest college professor ever in business. Repetition, 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 and be a leader. Not a follower. My dad says, obviously. Um, also, Frank used to say all the time, uh, winners never quit and quitters never win. There's so much to that. John Ridge, it's going to be going on four years. We lost him to cancer. Keep smiling. He'd walk every patient in the door. Say that to yourself. Best, worst, whatever. Walk around and keep saying, keep smiling, keep smiling. Keep smiling. There will be a shift in your body like you wouldn't believe. We talked about opportunity today. Use little things like keep smiling to change the prospects of what's going on in you. I can't wait to get all this stuff going. We'll have Roger in on this. Steve Cotter's in on this. There's going to be so many people that we're going to be putting out product with this stuff. Because I'm telling you right now, this is the greatest stuff you're going to ever embark. And I'm going to teach you from the belly of the gym where all this came from. It is just outstanding. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your Better yet, tell a million of your friends if you got them. We're not going to kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Be part of this revolution. This is no joke. All right? Be part of it. We need you and you need us. And if you have younger kids... I don't care what age you are, start educating them on motivation and muscle. I'm telling you, it's going to change their lives forever. Uh, and it's the God's honest truth, man. I just love this stuff. It's unreal. Also, too, um, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you and we got your back. Think about how many people, if you walked out and asked them if they would do that, I believe the majority of them would probably walk away or run away. They'd be frightened. Believe me. Also, too, um, let me think. I think that's it for right now. Raj, Happy New Year. Always an honor to have you on. I look at some great prospects for you and I with the show, and who knows what else is going to transpire. But you know what? As your grandfather said, activity breeds opportunity. I tell a lot of people that I want involved with the show, whether you hear from me or not. Never be a stranger, because whether I get a hold of you that same day or a day later, um, people don't get ignored when they contact me. So thanks for being on, my friend. Thanks, Eric. You're welcome. Always glad to be here. I'm glad to always have you, my friend. So for Roger LaPointe, this is Eric Fiorello. This show, like I said, it most likely will be up on Thursday, if not Friday morning. So... Give it a listen, but as I said, you know, the people that are on this show and new ones coming on, I'm telling you, you talk about blessed, you talk about opportunity, it's all here. Keep listening, you're going to change your life forever, I promise you. So for Roger LaPointe, this is Eric Fiorello, thanks for listening. Remember, life is calling on you to do something. Don't disappoint yourself or the universe, because it's going to come back at you tenfold positive. Believe me. Have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see you next time.